0: Sean Kelly here live at the networking event. Talk about your event, who you had and everything.
1: Hell yeah, we just had an event in New Brunswick at the Perlay. We'll be back here in May. We had 120 people come out tonight. It was amazing. We had a e-commerce panel, three guys that have all made M's in in, uh, online sales. And then we had a credit panel, three guys that have all made M's off credit cards, which is insane. And yeah, it was just a great event. Thank you for coming.
0: No problem. Happy to be here. Finally came to one. I like it. I like the uh, environment you guys have. Uh, Any wisdom, words of wisdom, keys to success that you could give the listeners right now
1: who are listening to q Basement at this live event? Dude, if you can make it out to events, you're already in the right step. And then from there, all you got to do is meet one person at the event. You don't got to talk to every single person. I think people get overwhelmed. Just meet one person that can impact you and just further that relationship and grow from there and um, I highly recommend everyone go to networking events.
0: Last question, how can someone from your networking events, when they come here, provide value, or is it more they're learning the game first, and then they can provide value after, what do you think?
1: So it depends where you're at, whether you can provide value or not, but find your skill, whether that's filming, uh, taking photos, you're good at Instagram growth, and figure out a way to offer that to someone else, because they're probably not as skilled as you, if that's what you're truly skilled in.
0: Got you. Thank you, Sean Kelly. Thank you for having me at the event in the VIP. Good stuff. And let's go on to other guests.
1: Hell yeah. Keep it basement.
0: Yo, now we got, got Brendan on. Tell them what you do. Um, everyone's all about value here. Tell them the value you provide and what you do.
2: Yeah. So mainly I close high ticket deals. So very like, you know, big deals, it could be like real estate, brokering, or just like closing in general through for somebody. Mainly I do that. And also I'm more of an e-com investor, just like building assets that don't require my time. So I have maximum leverage.
0: We have a lot of comedians and porn stars who listen to this and I've had a lot of guests on like that. Yeah. Can you explain e-commerce for dummies pretty much? Like how could you get in the game or make money doing it? Or what are the basics?
2: Uh, Funny enough, with the investments that I do, I have a fundamental understanding of what e-commerce is, but I don't know the nitty gritty details because what I do is like, I'm all about leverage. And what leverage is, is basically, it's like you can skip the learning curve of certain things. So I'm not like a technical guy. So I knew that. So what I did was I invest into people and that can do the whole thing for me. They know the details, they know how e-commerce works. I just invested the money to them. They do all the work and I just get the cash flow in and out without, without going through the hard work, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So what's more important, the business side of it or networking and the people relations?
2: I would say relationship building and network. I'm all about the who, not the, not the how to do something. So obviously I had to know the how to build specific skills, like how to close a high ticket, right? However, I know that my strengths lie in people, communications and like relationships, not technical aspects. Gotcha. So yeah, what I thought was like, okay, if I wanna make money the fastest way, like who, who can I have access to? Or who do I go to that has already done this that I can just invest or partner up with? They, do all, they cover my weaknesses so I can still make a profit from it.
0: What's the best piece of advice you learned? Last uh, question. Best piece of advice
2: like, well, and what specifically?
0: Like just on network building and everything from going to networking events. You were in Vegas two nights ago, and now yeah. you're here. You're flying all over for these events. What's the best piece of advice that you could give to someone about it?
2: So, when you approach people, you approach them as a friend. Like you, ne- you never want to, as um the last speaker said, you know you want to position yourself as their friend, not like some kind of fan, right? Because then If you're if you're a fan in their mind, it's too much. They're like they already it's like you're like everybody else. You're noise. Right. It's like when I was at the last event, I approached these high level people as like I'm one of them. So I'm just like, yeah, what's up, bro? You know, yeah, cool cool stuff, man. Let's have a chat, you know, very chill out. Like I'm not I don't want I don't want anything from them because I don't need anything from them. Right. All I do is I'm going to just give them a good time because giving a good time and, like, emotion, like good emotions, good vibes, good value, that's adding value, right? Because most people, they're just there to like Positive ask energy. questions, ask questions. Because so when you ask questions, you just constantly ask questions, you're actually taking value. You're not making statements, you're not like getting the energy well, right? So, so, like, giving energy, making statements, just, like, having a good time, that's actually giving value. If you're just, like, question, 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 you don't even know the person, mm-hmm. That you're, like, you're just taking, 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 and you don't want to do that, yeah.
0: Got you. And shout out your social medias and everything like that, yeah, where they can so find you. If you, you got to come me. to the basement for real.
2: Yo, I'm down for that, bro. Keep it basement. But uh, Instagram is just basically Brandon CSE, like, I see you and then underscore. I'm still working on getting just Brandon C, but like Brandon C underscore is the Insta, yeah.
0: Definitely, we gotta connect more, appreciate you. Of course, I'm sweating in my Raiders jacket. Yeah, let's joke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, keep it basement. Credit Ninja. Hi, we met a little bit. Uh, thank you. You mind uh, talking about the experience yes, so far? Yes, for sure. Shout out the Credit Ninja. She asked me if I was a Raider fan. Oh, she asked me if I live in Vegas. Don't live in Vegas, but I am a Raider fan. And I do comedy and have like a podcast. So this is what I do.
3: Oh, where interviews. do you, you live where?
0: New Jersey. New
3: Jersey? Yeah, so, but I'm a Raiders fan. Oh, you yeah. know what? I know Mark, the owner. Really? Yeah.
0: That's amazing. So, uh... If I you can, can get me in that box, I will love you forever. No, oh, we're
3: going to do the best we can, right? <laughs> yes. Do you come to Vegas a lot?
0: Not really. I'm going to come more.
3: Okay. You know me. Yeah, I know. Okay.
0: So... How can one provide value coming to the networking event? Or is it something that you get over time coming to these events?
3: I think it's just reaching out and just getting to know people. It's like a relationship. You date them first before you get married, right? So it takes time and it takes patience and just going out there and just learning new things and also learning what they're about too. I think that's the key part. And then following them and then buying their products. Because when you start to buy their product, you understand. You can, it's, you're a product of the product. I think that's the key. Got you.
0: As someone who's a creative type and not great with business, how do you combine the two? Because I feel like that's a strong suit in life if you have people who know business and know creative sides.
3: I think you partner up with people that are in the business space. And by assimilating that, you get that type of client too. It's just, just making friends, you know, friends in the business and just being accountable. If they have an event, go support them. That's Remember, right, if they're not Sean supporting Kelly. you... They're against you. Got
0: you. Okay. So, what are your keys to success? Do you think in life and in business and stuff?
3: I think just failing, failing like all said, the time, yeah. like like getting back up.
0: That's a crazy story. Yeah,
3: yeah, getting back up. I mean, losing money, making money. You
0: you failed so much that you learned your business from it and became successful. Yeah, that's and you, amazing.
3: And I think you become fearless. So anything that comes across you, it's like bring it on, right? You you're not scared at all. And I promise you. It's fun. You make it, you gamify everything you do, whether it's creative. Okay, I'm gonna meet three more people this week. No, I'm gonna make 10x everything, okay? Um, it, and then you don't want the game to ever end. I think that's my motivation is that every day I get up, I can't wait for the sun to get up because I know I have an, an obligation to go meet and help someone.
0: I feel like you guys are so great delegating things and yeah. good time management. What makes you want to say, okay, I'm on Vegas and I'm at the 10X conference. No sleep. Let me come to New Jersey and speak at an event. Like what makes you realize, oh, there'll be value. I'll, I'll have fans there. I'll gain uh, networking skills. I'll meet people. Like how do you balance everything? Uh, basically? I, I think
3: what it is, is like there are people out there that came here because they knew I was coming. And if I didn't come, I would let them down. I think that's my wow. motivation is that's that awesome. you need to be accountable for everything you do and accessible because you have fans, you need to support your fans, and, you, and they're part of your family, and you never want to let them down because other people have let them down before, okay? That's why I do it. What's, it's not about the money.
0: That, that's interesting. It's about the impact. The impact, then it helps you create money, though, right? Yes, yeah.
3: of course. Yeah. I do extremely well. Yeah.
0: What is so important about building a personal brand that everyone on the panel keeps talking about?
3: Yeah, because people, it's not what you know, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. So your brand actually stands out because they don't remember your name, but I'll tell you, the Credit Ninja name is easy, it's short they see it as a uh, like a, a cartoon character, yeah, like, a, character. like a, 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 a hero. So the modern day entrepreneur has to relate to some story. And my story is that journey. And so um, the modern day entrepreneurs are the, the new superheroes. We are the superheroes because we deal with real life shit, you know?
0: What's the best piece of advice for someone, like credit, cr- knowing credit for dummies someone who doesn't understand the game at all just getting into it what's the best use of advice to find
3: um to find brands like myself that they can follow and learn because it's an assimilation of looking at their stories looking at their results and just patterning themselves afterwards and if they don't have the money now make it an effort to save enough money to get mentorship mentorships are so important if you want to get there fast and you're serious Trust me, you'll find the money. You'll sell the stuff that you don't need to get the stuff that you need and want.
0: Thank you so okay? much. And where can they find you, the people?
3: Um, you can find me on Instagram at Credit Ninja. Just all one word, Credit Ninja. You'll get to follow me, look at my lifestyle, look at all the people that we're able to help, okay? Yeah. Thank
0: you so much. You're I appreciate welcome. it. Yes. Hopefully, I'll see you in Vegas sometime. Oh, yeah. I'll reach out to you. Yeah, Thank Nation. you. Yes, Raider Nation. Shout out to the Raiders. Got James Guido here. He's gonna do a freestyle, I'll
4: do it right now. Yeah, I'll get you with one verse. Keep it basement. It's ready to go right now? Yo, I just tell these cats, yo, keep your head up. That's that keep primary mission. Hold the high vision, it'll keep you out the system. Yet they gon' gonna carry that bird, sort of like a pigeon, and shit pops off. Well, yeah, that's a given. Sort of like a hater, gonna keep on dissing. Sorry for the hater, I see the money missing. Haters read the magazine, I'll ship the whole subscription. Dropping these bombs like a missile on a mission. The kid goes ill, have the flow so sickening. Got the antidote like a good prescription. Feeling like Nas like it was written. Championships, Meek Mill, Scottie Pippen. I speak the absolute truth, Banning prohibition. Supreme mathematics broken down in long division. Numbers holding wisdom like a new religion. Only one God that reveals all the wisdom. Forget the superstition, Muslim, Hebrew, Christian. Rejoice with the love, yet yeah, the choice has been given. Raise your glasses in your hearts, the consciousness just shifted. Glasses in your hearts, the consciousness just shifted. What's up? Yeah, if y'all really heard me, y'all holler back like Fabo. I ain't going rhyme so I could ride in a Lambo. Just trying to survive, blend in like some camo. In the desert, 40 days, 40 nights, Arrive with a camel. Welcome to my HDTV channel. Start the party with the backwood and a handle. I will unravel what they thought they can't handle. Bring it back to a standstill, I'm that diamond in the landfill sifting through the desert in my gucci sandals salute me i'm the example of a handful who dismantle a panhandle put them on a mantle just to make them an example shout out to the boys bring the noise as we trample what's up jfg j conscious tony bayonet 908 takeover keep it basement here we're with melissa and shout out you uh,
0: tell the people exactly what you do the listeners for the podcast keep it basement
5: Yeah, so I essentially invest in upcoming e-commerce brands, mainly in the health and beauty space. We help with product development, also work with influencers to help them, you know, turn a product idea into a physical reality.
0: Why is building a personal brand so important these days?
5: It opens up so many doors for people, whether it's personal growth, whether it's business growth, right? You could meet someone at an event. It's so easy to connect with them through social media. And if you have an online presence, you know you'll resonate with them a lot quicker they'll hit that follow back button if you have a personal Mm -hmm. brand and then you never know what can transpire from that
0: you initially sold cars right you were saying yeah and was it was was a regular nine to five yes what made you want really
5: nine to five it was like all over the place what made
0: you want to get out of that game and like start doing stuff online like you didn't think you could make money online what made you come to the realization you can
5: well, I had uh, my first taste of internet money from growing Twitter accounts. Oh, so really? So I was in high school and I realized, hey, like, people are so connected. You can literally reach out to, you know, Chris Brown through a yeah, tweet, or you can, you know, be retweeted by Waka Flocka. Yeah, and it's wild. Yeah. So, I mean, it started with that and then it spiraled and it made me realize that there's so much opportunity to make money online and that this is where the future is going. Yes, I'm selling in retail, in sales. Um, when I did car sales, you know, that was like your typical retail sales. But then I realized that the trends were going all into e-commerce and you notice that with all of the brands like Best Buy, their retail stores aren't doing very well, mm. but their e-commerce is doing much better.
0: How did you go about, you create your own products now, right? Or supplements? I do, no, yes. uh, how did you go about getting to that level? When you, like Obviously, when you first started, you're not going to have a warehouse. You're not going to create your own stuff. How did that happen?
5: yeah so the thing that people don't realize is it's not as hard to get into as you think so you can literally work with manufacturers who already have you know the machinery they have the equipment the employees the warehouses and everything and you piggyback off of their infrastructure so you can do what's called private labeling or white labeling and essentially if they have stock formulas you can put your brand on that bottle and call it your own and then that way you can build your brand and start from there and then move into you know more custom formulations or if you want you can obviously you know Know, get into manufacturing yourself but I wouldn't recommend that um, mm-hmm. to anyone who doesn't have any experience with manufacturing yeah, because it's a huge learning curve so why not let someone else who's already done that grunt work you know over the last 10 20 years however long they've been manufacturing for and then literally piggyback of what they've already built
0: you were talking about hip-hop stuff so I was interested do you know a lot about hip-hop like you were talking about Waka Flocka, Chris Brown and like no one who doesn't know about hip-hop would throw those names out like that like have you done work in hip-hop or know about the culture
5: yeah so i used to listen to a lot of hip-hop growing up but for me when i started building twitter accounts the reason i i brought up those names was because they would follow they follow me on on uh twitter on some of my accounts that i used to grow and they would retweet my stuff and i just thought it was so fascinating that you know you can reach out to these people or they'll They'll notice you through a tweet.
0: Did you take that knowledge and do, like, grow your stuff on Instagram? Like, how do you, what's the best way to grow accounts for people listening? Yeah. Is it still the same things apply? I mean, it's been a while. Is Twitter still that thing to grow?
5: The algorithm changes so much. Honestly, I moved away from Twitter, um, moved into Instagram to build my own personal growth or personal brand, and mainly do that through collaborations. So whether it's finding people to do, you know, YouTube interviews with them, you know, cross-promoting, sharing each other's audience. Gotcha. And then by growing my personal brand is just a spiral effect where people invite me to speak at events and then people tag me in stories and I'll retag them, mm. um, repost them and then you kind of just spiral that way.
0: We have a lot of like creatives who listen who aren't good at business. How do you, like I interviewed Sean Kelly before and connected with him. How do you connect the creative aspect to business? Because we have a lot of like really creative people but they're not making tons of money or, or like amplifying on their passions and making money through that, but they're good and talented.
5: That's a great question and that's where you either need to find someone who's complementary to your skill set whether you partner with someone who does know the business side to help you with that or maybe invest in a, you know a business coach who can help you grow that side of the brain because for people who are you know um, left brain versus right brain like the creatives are right brain yeah I'm a right brain you're really good at certain things but where you lack is maybe something where someone else can come in and bring in those skills that are complementary. So when it comes to, you know, starting a company, there's this great book called rocket fuel,
0: rocket fuel, by who it sounds familiar. Um,
5: I don't remember the author, but it's called rocket fuel. I'm sure if you Google it, it'll pop up. Um, but they talk about it's not Charlie rocket, is it? No, no it's not, not. You know Charlie. Yeah, I know, I know Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. He's yeah, great. He's cool. Um, he said he talks
0: about rocket fuel. <laughs>
5: Rocket Fuel. Yeah, it's a great book. And they talk about how most successful businesses usually have two types of people in them. One, you have the visionary and two, you have the integrator. So you want to figure out which one you are and then maybe find, you know, the visionary to your integration or, you you know.
0: Yeah, I can make a tweet go viral, put good content out there, but I I don't have good credit. No, I'm kidding. But (laughs) uh, final question, let you go. What are your keys to success? Like what to tell someone, I guess, like to inspire someone who was a younger you at one point and like just the, the keys to success that you believe. Well, what do you live by? Your, like, your your code of ethics, your keys to success, something like that.
5: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much, I'm very much an introvert, but what I found was I excelled more when I was putting myself outside my comfort zone, going to events like this, you know, meeting people, yeah, the first couple times you're gonna stumble, maybe make a fool of yourself. Yeah. Like, I absolutely hate public speaking. You did fine. But thank you, you get better over time I and mean, it's just through practice and trial and error. So just putting yourself out there, going to events, meeting people and then building your network and then you might be able to find people who can help you on your journey. So that's why I love attending events like this because the amount of connections and the the quality of people who, you know, have a skill that, or they might be better at something that I can outsource for.
0: Yeah, you were talking about outsourcing, how it's big. How do you delegate your time? Obviously, outsourcing helps. I asked the Credit Ninja as well. Like, you guys do so much stuff. Like, what makes you want to fly out to this event or go to certain things? Like, isn't it hard to say no? I I find it's hard to say no, and I, I take on a lot of things, and then, like, I lose the main thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you keep the main thing the main thing?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And the main thing that you need to do or what I find works for me is by building systems and documenting. So anything that you do more than once, I would create, you know, an SOP, so a uh, standard operating procedure and basically document that and then hire people and put the right people in the right seats. So find people who are good at what they do and make sure that you have the right people in the right roles. And then that way you can, you know, run your business like a well-oiled machine, you know, travel, be places while your business is still running. And obviously you're more higher level. You're the CEO of your company. You shouldn't have to be, you know, doing the customer service, you know. So that's something that you should be outsourcing.
0: Got you. And where can they uh, find you on social media? And where are you from, actually?
5: I'm actually from Canada.
0: Oh, wild. You actually had someone fly in to hear you speak, actually. From Canada, yeah. So Actually, so that nice. guy over there. He's Aww. cool.
5: I love yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's wild. But, yeah, so what your social media is, and thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. Appreciate it.
5: Yeah, of course. Um, you can find me on Instagram is M-E-L-I-S-A, so just Melissa with one S.
0: Got you. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it.
5: You thank a- you for time. having me.
0: Tell the uh, people who you are, where they could find you from the, for the start.
6: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Sean Sharma. You can find me on Instagram at Sean Sharma. S-H-A-W-N-S-H-A-R-M-A.
0: So where are you from originally?
6: Uh, I originally grew up in Foley, Alabama. That's so wild. Middle, middle middle, of nowhere. And then over the last couple years, I've went to college at Cornell in Ithaca, yeah, lived in Dallas, it. lived in L.A., lived in Vegas. That's so wild. now I'm all over the place. Why,
0: why is the personal branding so important? You're talking about personal brand on the panel.
6: Yeah, absolutely. So right now... Um, So back in the day, people talked about your reputation, right? So your reputation was everything. Right now, your personal brand is your reputation, right? So when I look you up, when I talk to someone, the first thing I do is I pull up their Instagram, I look at how many followers they have. That's wild. How many pictures they have? What are the pictures like? What are they doing? Are they credible? And it's based only on their social media, right? So if you're not invested in building your personal brand, you're basically just telling the world like, okay, I don't care about making money. I don't care about business, right? which obviously if you guys are focused, if you guys were at this conference, if you guys are watching this, you do want to make money, you do want to get better. So personal branding right now is like one of the most important things you can do. And it doesn't require you to have a lot of money. It doesn't require you to have like connections. It just requires you to post more, tell people what you're doing on a day to day. Like we're here now, we have the opportunity to post that we're here, right? We could post a story. We could take like a picture. We could, uh, do all those things. So it's just a matter of making that decision to post about it.
0: So the positives for you coming to this event, obviously you get to speak and get new fans and people learning about you and getting business, but is it more about the networking and helping people out and the influence that you have?
6: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, uh, you know, Sean, Mike Kelly is a really good friend. Uh, I met him at the hundred million mastermind. So definitely came out here to support him. Um, I think a lot of people, when they come into entrepreneurship, they think that it's all like a one-on-one thing, which yeah, yeah. I agree early on, it's all about mindset. The thing that will really separate you from everyone else that wants to be an entrepreneur but doesn't do anything is going to be mindset and execution. But as you get further along, you'll find out the only way to get to seven figures, eight figures, and even higher is going to be your network and who you work with. So came to this event obviously because I want to support Sean, but I also want him to come to my events. Right. So the easiest way to do that is, uh, you know, partner up with people, give them value so they can give you value back. Right. Yeah.
0: You seem like a nice guy. How do you balance like the BS and try and not to have people walk all over you or being a yes man? Like how do you balance that fact and just be like you at the same time?
6: Yeah. I mean, so I'd say there's a couple of different factors to it. Um, so a, like, you know, a lot of the times in business you will be screwed over. Right. Yeah. And, uh, it's easy to let it go, right? But the thing you have to realize is if you let that person get away with it, it's not about them, right? It's about the other people that see that you're a pushover, right? Got you. So you should always address it, right? You should at least like make it clear, like, okay, this was not okay, right? I'm not saying you have to go after the guy, right? Which, you know, some of you guys will do, but I, th- I think you should just like make it clear like that's not okay and then you should, uh, you know, stop doing business with them, right? If someone screws you over once, like don't go back to them to do more business deals. Got you. Right, it's like common sense, but. I'd say the other thing is uh, you can't control what other people do, right? So, people will be negative. People will do bad stuff to you. People will do X, Y, and Z. But you should be true to whatever your energy is, right? So, if you're a good person, keep putting out good in the world. Because yeah. for me, I think like being that type of way has led me to have so many relationships and so many business partners and so many good things happen just because I continue to do that. Even though you know, yeah, it's easy to be cynical. It's easy to change. But I think you should just continue doing you. And uh, I think there will be bad things in the world, but you can be the good, right? So you don't necessarily have to be bad as well.
0: How does a creative type, like say a comedian, get in in between with like the business side of things? Like say if there are people who are bad at business, how do you, what do you do? Do You network with people like you and Sean Kelly. Like how does that work out? Like how can someone who's a creative also be good at their business? Because a lot of people here are business guys, right? But there's also like me, like a few that are creatives, right? And are trying to get better at business. Yeah, so I would say
6: definitely network but network with a purpose, right? So um, don't just like go to your friend circle and say, hey, like, you know, Chris knows the most about business, so I'm going to partner with Chris on this. Go to a networking event and find people that are credible that have done what you're doing before. Like, you know, I know a lot about business, but I've never worked with a comedian before, right? As much as I would love to work with a comedian, I'm not a right fit, right? Mm -hmm. So you look and see like, okay, what's this guy's track record, record, right? Have they made money with like someone of my skill set is it worth us partnering together, right? You use that track record, use that credibility and network with a purpose. Like you can find those people, but if you're not networking with a purpose in a room of a hundred people, a thousand people, you're not going to find those people. You're just going to make friends with people that aren't actually going to help you, right? Yeah.
0: With credit, obviously, did you start the attention to make tons of money or is it more than that to you? Is it passion over profit?
6: Yeah. So, I mean, the way I actually got started was similar to Amesh. Uh, so I was going to school at Cornell. It was uh, in Ithaca, New York, a very small town. Uh, And I grew up in Foley, Alabama, also a small town. So when I was flying back and forth, I flew from Ithaca to like Syracuse and Syracuse to like Atlanta to like then Foley, right? So a bunch of flights. And when you have these small regional flights, the price of the flights is high. So every time I was going home, thousand bucks, 1200 bucks, 700 bucks. And my family was poor, right? So I'm like, I'm like, fuck, how do I go home all the time? Everyone else is just going home doing all this stuff. How do I do it? And I realized like people can fly for free with credit card points. And mm. so I got into that world. I started leveraging it. And then I also learned like, man, I have 100K in credit. Let me find a way to make money. So I had a lot of ups and downs. I was playing online poker. I was trading. I did crypto. Oh, wow. I got involved in a lot of shit, right? And then eventually you do find stuff that works. But credit was just always like a framework for me to have money to make money with, right? So everyone says you need money to make money. And credit allowed me to do that without ever actually having money, right? Like gave me yeah. the ability to do that. I think the big thing is everyone has that ability. Everyone is on the same playing field with credit. It's just a matter of, okay, like, let me dig down figure out how to do it and do it.
0: You think taking risks is essential in the business?
6: You know, I, there's a very good quote. It says that risk is the down payment for success. So, um, even you know, with credit
0: though, like even with credit taking risks is key. So
6: I think with credit, what a lot of people do is, uh, they sleep on it. Right. And mm-hmm. I think sleeping on credit is like the biggest mistake you can make. Wow. Right everyone has money or you know they're making money or they feel that let me focus on building you know high income skills let me focus on building my brand but credit is like a long term thing you need to start on it yesterday you should have started on it years ago right so they don't
0: teach that in high school and I tell you that
6: and they don't you know and I think the reason they don't do it is because if everyone was financially literate there'd be no economy right like wow. the economy functions on when you sell like a stock that's falling, someone else is buying it, right? Shit. And that person has, there has to be like a greater fool at the end of the day, right? And the way it works is financial literacy. If everyone was literate, the economy would be different, right? Like people, like years ago, people played like online poker, like years ago, people were doing like manufactured spending what I'm in, or people were doing like online marketing, like Ty Lopez was running YouTube ads. He was oh, spending yeah, yeah. 500K a day on YouTube ads. And he became the number one most watched person in the world. Pay to play. Right. And the thing is like there was that inefficiency in the market. So right now, like financial literacy is the inefficiency in the market. That's why there's poor people in the world, that's why there's middle class, and that's why a lot of people can't like move up the social structure. But if, you know, eventually as people get become more educated, it will be- become harder for everyone. It will become harder for the rich to make more money. It'll become harder for everyone, but I think that's like the thing that separates everyone right now is just financial literacy.
0: Last question. And then just shout out your social medias. What is a good tip for someone who has terrible credit or doesn't know anything about credit that you would give the advice?
6: Yeah, absolutely. So I would say, number one, don't be embarrassed about where your credit score is at. So I have a lot of people come to me, like we do eight figures a year in credit repair. Uh, We're one of the big companies in the space. People come to us and they're embarrassed. Like they haven't looked at their credit score in a year. They don't have a Credit Karma account, right? And the thing is, like it's not something to be embarrassed about. I promise you there's like millionaires, people with hundreds of millions of dollars, even billionaires that have fucked up credit, right? So like it's okay, right? So don't be embarrassed about it. And then once you're not embarrassed, you can actually go ahead and take a look, like download Credit Karma. It takes three seconds, right? Why do most of you people not know your credit score? It's because you're embarrassed about it or you feel you did something wrong. But at the end of the day, like not taking the action to like, look at your credit score, figuring out what you can do to improve it. That's like a bigger mistake. That would be something that would embarrass me, right? That, yeah. man, I could have done this stuff after watching Sean tell me all these things, but I still didn't do it, right? So I would say like, get on that now. Those apps are free. A lot, these, a lot of these methods to build your credit score, to get credit cards to travel the world for free, to get credit cards and all these lines of credit to like start a business. All this stuff is online on blogs. People like me, like so on my social media, it's at Sean Sharma on Instagram. I teach people this stuff for free right? The reason I do that is because I know if I put a lot of value in the world, eventually other people that were in my shoes that didn't have like money growing up, that didn't have the opportunity, they might have the opportunity, right? And the other thing is the reason I have built my brand so much over the past year is because I want to give people like that motivation that they can do it too, right? Maybe they might see my stuff one time, right? But if that one day I'm talking about this is how credit can help you. This is how you can make money with no money by building your credit. Then maybe I'll make an impact and You know, for me, I wish there was more people teaching me this stuff when I was coming up. Right. So, like I said, financial literacy is the biggest thing. If we promote all these things more in the world, obviously, like everything will change for the better. So you're
0: proof, though. You come up poor and look at you now, you know.
6: Yeah. So, I mean, I would say anything is possible. And, uh, you know, even if you're even if you came up rich, right, and you're struggling right now, I would say always stay positive because there's always going to be ups and downs. But the biggest thing is if you don't stop, if you keep going at it, you'll eventually get to where you want to go.
0: Got you. Appreciate you. Uh, Where can the people find you?
6: Uh, At Sean Sharma on Instagram,
0: S-H-A-W-N-S-H-A-R-M-A. Thank you so much. That was Keep It Basin Podcast. Thank you.
6: Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you. you.